Let's start out very, very basic. Will a six pack help me as a soccer player? Logically. Why pre-game meals are important. If you do strength training, you can generate more force on the ground. It will take you less stride to get that ball. Until you get there, you can make that up with hard work and dedication and training. On top of it, right? So if you're a player that has little to no training history, imagine the, the gains and speed that you can get in such a short period of time because you're doing things. This is why strength training is important. I don't care how you do your strength training. I don't. You know, some people like to go to the gym. I just wanted to double down on that really quick. The point is, you have to get stronger. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience Podcast. This is your humble and gracious host, Berg. I'm in Florida right now at a conference, so Andy's not here to record with us. But that's okay, though, because we have great guests for you in this podcast today. So my guest today. It's his name. He's a physical therapist. He's a strength and conditioning coach. He's a dietitian. And I have another guest with me who her name is Marissa Case. She's a dietitian as well. And they're going to school me on things about, you know, food, what to eat, what not to eat, you know, what can help boost your performance, that kind of stuff. I don't know anything about it, but they sure know. Please welcome Austin Wee and Marissa Case. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks, Berg. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me on here. Yeah. So um, how are you guys liking the conference here? So far, so good, right? Oh, my God. It's amazing. We're learning so much. We're, we're super excited about everything, and we can't wait to go home and just dive in and implement everything that we've learned so far. I can tell you, I'm going to have a hard time like trying to like pick exactly what to implement because I just learned a ton of stuff. <laughs> but, of course, you know, we're not here for you know to talk about what's going on in the conference we're here for you guys today so i for you soccer players so um before we start right what is a dietitian because you know i i keep dietitian to me i'm thinking nutritionist is, is it the same thing or is it different so dietitian and nutrition nutritionists are two different things so basically anybody can be considered a nutritionist if you read a book if you've read an article, if Ooh. you've done research on your own, uh, if you've taken a class online, if you've taken any type of nutrition class, you could call yourself a nutritionist. But a dietitian has a little bit more schooling and a couple more tests that they have to pass, and it's more regulated. So okay. a dietitian goes through four years of school as an undergrad. They also have to get their master's. And they have to complete an unpaid internship. Unpaid? Um, 1,200 hours. Yeah, who wants to <laughs> what, who wants to do yeah. unpaid? That's crazy. Yes. So 1,200 hours unpaid internship in a variety of different settings, anywhere from clinical to community to long-term care. Food um, service. Yeah. A wide variety of settings. Um, we have to be knowledgeable in food service management, all different aspects Jesus. of nutrition. And then we have to pass a board exam. So basically, she's telling me that she knows a lot about, you know, nutrition and she can help you guys. So <laughs> I know you guys care about this a lot as soccer players, but really, like, how can a dietitian help? Um, like, a, say I'm a, okay, let's use this example, right? I'm a 17-year-old soccer player. You know, I'm going to multiple camp. I'm trying to be pro, right? I'm only worrying about my skill set. 
you know, how I can get faster, how I can get my touch better, you know, how I can, you know, score 12 more goals this season kind of thing. But how does, you know, nutrition play a role into, you know, performance here? So nutrition plays a heavy role into performance. I mean, sometimes I like to give the analogy of, you know, you have race car drivers and what's one of the first things that they do before they go to a race, they make sure the car is like fueled properly, right? Mm, High octane. Why? Because that matters because everything you're doing and performing is all on the fuel. So if someone's like 17 year old, that's almost like a perfect time to start implementing the right habits and making sure you're eating the right foods before you go into the game. So if you are having habits where you're constantly eating a lot of fast food, junk food, and things like that, you know, it's going to be difficult for you to really uh, be a soccer player who's fueled properly, like almost all the time, you know, because uh, your body is going to respond uh, to the food you eat. And the food you eat is going to determine how you play because you're going to need enough energy when you're playing soccer right like how long are the games usually for a soccer player 90 minutes man and sometime more yeah, yeah. and so, that that's that's not counting um you know those 20 minutes to warm up mm, okay so you gotta be you gotta be you gotta fuel your body properly because basically you tell me that from if from what you're telling me if i have a 20 minutes warm up and then i'm gonna play a 90 minutes game later like halfway through like i'm already losing my energy if i if i'm not eating properly energy is gonna be lost Right. You can kind of compare your body uh, to the car, like Austin was just saying. So basically, say you're going to take your car on a two to three hour drive. You okay. don't really want to start the drive with your tank at a quarter. Oh, you wanna that's have, a good analogy. Okay. You want to have that. Go to the gas station and you want to fill your gas tank with the fuel possible. And you, the way that you play and how you feel is a direct reflection of what you eat so if you are fueling your body improperly that's when you're gonna feel sluggish and tired and your brain may not be reading the field correctly or you know you may not react as fast as if you were fueled properly then you're you're getting all those essential nutrients running through your body and you're gonna react faster you're gonna run faster you're gonna play better your everything's just gonna be better when you're fueled properly okay that's that makes sense. You you don't want to start the race with your with your car like with at at half tank. Exactly. That makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Now, how do you? Okay, so we can talk about this all we want, right? But you know, I'm seventeen. Say I'm seven. We're using that same. I'm seventeen. Right? What? Tell me like some of the basic things. You know, like how, so I can use to use my fuel my body properly. Like I know. Okay, now I know the importance of it. Now, now how do I do that? and just keep it basic, like basic, like what are some of the basic thing that I can do so I can just implement that good habit of eating right, the right food, eating properly. So one of the basic things you could do is make sure that you know you're having enough carbs before you eat because mm-hmm. the type of food and the amount and the time that you eat is going to play an important factor. So, you know, a lot of times um, foods that a lot of people consider like quote unquote bad may actually be good for you, like especially if you're going to have an intense soccer game, right? So what, like 
pasta, right? People, some people say, oh, carbs are bad. But you know what? Your body is going to need the carbs to run the fuel for you to play the whole soccer game. So yeah. if you're having, you know, things like pasta, like I said, or even rice, things that uh, is going to give you more energy a few hours, three or four hours before your game. You want to make sure you incorporate that with some protein. Not Imagine like you are trying to go to a soccer game and you're having like a humongous like burger, right? Like loaded fries and a milkshake, some spicy food along with that. You're, you're, Yo, you're, you're describing good. me when I, <laughs> when I was in high school before my game. This, this is what I used to eat. Yeah, you're going to feel super sluggish, right? You're going to feel clear. Your body's going to be like a little foggy. It's not going to be great. And you may not digest all that food well because when you're huh. on the field, you want like you want to be your food to be digested so things that um you know like carbs yeah it's gonna be really important having some protein in there and fat as well but not overdoing it right like you definitely don't want to do something new try some new foods before you ever play a game that's not a good time to do oh. that because imagine like you don't know how your body's gonna react you don't know how it's gonna respond so that's not a good time to experiment like right before the game oh i didn't think about that you gotta don't try new foods before a competition because you, you you don't know how your body is used to oh exactly Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, small little things like that can make okay. big impact. Yeah, and I would say the other thing for soccer players too is making sure that you guys are very well hydrated. Mm. Carbs are huge because, like Austin said, carbs are your body's main source of energy, and you guys are burning carbs left and right with all that running yeah, that yeah. you guys yeah, are doing. Yeah, we do a lot of high intensity running. But you guys are also sweating a lot. And because you're sweating, your body is losing a lot of water. So you can become dehydrated very quickly, especially if you're playing outside, depending on the humidity. The humidity makes a difference. The climate makes a difference. So you have to take all that into consideration as well. So you have to make sure that you're very well hydrated before you step on the field, during your training or your practice or your games, and even after you need to replenish everything that you're losing. So hydration is huge huge component of soccer as well you know you said that like a couple of years ago before i got into pt school and learning about hydration like we have a pickup group and then we play at 12 p.m <laughs> play at 12 p.m every in the summer in the winter it doesn't matter but during the winter when we play at 12 p.m afterwards i have this huge headache and i only knew what was going on until two years later i find that i was very dehydrated i'll bring water but it's something that's important. Just people have different sweat rate. Like I sweat. I'm, it's basically, I look like I took a shower <laughs> and then I was getting this huge headache. So another thing guys, besides drinking water, like have a, knowing a little bit about, you know, how much you sweat and then just bring enough water. I think that's, that's super important. Just bring enough water just in case. Yeah. Water and sports drinks as well. Ooh, here you go. Just open the can of worms there. Okay. Ooh. Here we go. So, Here's what I'm, I'm, you know, scrolling to um, Instagram, scrolling to, you know, the, you know, the research papers and whatnot. And it's just, I'm, I'm being, I'm thoroughly confused because I just thought, you know, before game, right? Let's say you didn't, you didn't eat and you're trying to get some fuel, you know, like a sports drink has a, a lot of sugar. You need that carb anyway, um, that sugar for, for fuel during a game. But, and I just thought it was good to before the game or after doing halftime, you fill your body with some sports drink. I thought that was good. And then I started hearing the polar opposite when they're like, no, those sports drinks, 
have way too much sugar, way too much other crap in them. It's not good for you. What do you guys think about it? Is it good? Is it not good? I'm, I'm confused. Like, I, don't know, I don't know where to stay here. Like, what do you guys think? Yeah, so first of all, you want to make sure you don't make the mistake of not eating something before you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Because the sports drink isn't going to make up for it. So after, after you do that, right, you eat your meal, the drinks, water, and the sports drinks are going to be helping you to stay hydrated to make sure you're performing right throughout the whole game. So it's obviously it's not going to be oh, something magical that is going to make you perform like the best. But usually, you know, if you're playing something, a game, or having high-intensity exercise of like way over 60 minutes, that's when sports drinks become really beneficial. Because gotcha, if not, if gotcha. it's not intense, if it's like game, I'm kicking the ball around a little bit, I'm having some warm-up, no big deal. You're fine with water. Um, but And that's why uh, I mentioned earlier that a lot of times people confuse that, oh, the quote-unquote bad foods, right, aren't uh, good for you or you should stay away from but it's really different when you're comparing things for general population and like athletes or young athletes or people playing sports, because at that point your body needs a fuel to make it through the whole game. So that sugar in there is actually the carbs that's going to give you the fuel um, to make sure you're like competing well and your body is having the energy throughout the game. And at the end of the day, that's more important. Um, And that's like what I usually recommend to like my clients or anybody else. So basically, it's not bad as long as you're using it at the, the time that you're supposed to do it, basically. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I was getting, getting confused there. Like, oh, my God. Like, really? And now this, and here's another another camp saying that sports drinks are bad. And, and people are texting me, DM me on Instagram asking me, what do you think about sports drinks? Is this good? Is this bad? And I'm like, um, uh. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have a dietitian on, on the podcast so you guys will learn about it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, something that I like to say is that every food kind of serves its purpose and you have to use the food or drink for what it's made for. Yeah. So if you're a sedentary person and you just sit in a desk all day, you should not be guzzling down sports drinks. Gotcha. You should be drinking water mm-hmm. or, you know, a tea or something like that. But if you're an athlete and you're doing this high-intensity exercise for over 60 minutes in the hot sun, definitely sports drinks have a play, you know, a role. Got they definitely have a good place. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Now let's talk about, let's talk about after the game. I, I just got back from this grueling practice. Coach yelled at me the whole freaking practice. I'm tired. Now, what are some of your recommendation for after um, a game or after a practice in terms of eating? So we want to focus on carbs, protein, and fat, the three basic macronutrients. We definitely want to get some carbs in to replenish all the carbs that or the energy that you just lost playing Mm -hmm. the game. So we want to refuel those muscles because it's stored in your liver, your muscle. That's where your carbs are stored. Okay. So we want to refuel all of that replenish your stores after the game you want to refuel your body gotcha and protein we need that to help your muscles get strong again your muscles have just been playing a game for 90 plus minutes they're tired they're weak they're depleted we need to refuel them so that's where that protein comes in handy and fat it's an essential nutrient you need fats as well so we want a nice balanced meal of carbs protein and fat and we need some sort of hydration piece. Ooh. 
also. We need to replenish okay. before, during, and after. So afterwards, hydration come, can come in the form of a beverage that you drink with mm -hmm. your dinner or your snack or whatever it may be after you eat, or it can come in the form of foods. For example, fruits contain fluids. I destroy fruits. So destroyed fruits, grapes. Grapes. <laughs> so that would be a source of additional hydration for you after. Plus, you're getting in a fruit or a veggie, which we always want. We always want to be consuming fruits and vegetables as well with our right. meals. So from my, my understanding here is right after the game, you know, you replenish your carbs, you replenish your protein because you just destroy your muscle during the game. So you, you just got to rebuild. Mm -hmm. um, you put in some fat, add sprinkle some vegetable in there, and then keep drinking water. Okay. Yeah, yeah for on a basic sample, and that's like your formula. That's all you need uh, to do right after your game to make sure you're incorporating that uh, within your foods. Okay. Um, is there a window? Is there like, is there, is there a window of time? Cause I, I hear this all the time. Okay. I just finished the game. Like when do I eat right after like two hours later, three hours, what's, is there an optimal time or you just need to eat? Like, so I've looked into that a lot because that is definitely a question that pops up all the time mm -hmm. and it's pretty controversial. Um, from what I found, typically there is some form of window and it's anywhere from 45 minutes to about 90 minutes post game. What? So you do have some, <laughs> some sort of window. 45 minutes. Wow. Up to 90 minutes. I'm thinking like two hours after it. That's when I'm eating. I've been doing it wrong this whole time. <laughs> now, it's not that that's bad oh, okay. when you wait. It's not that, you know, say you wait two hours, two hours in one minute, two hours in two minutes. Every minute that goes by, your body's like, oh, no, sorry, you know, not going to use this energy. It's still going to use it. Okay. But just not as effectively. Uh, okay. It's still going to use it, though. <laughs> so 45 minutes to an hour, that's, that's the best window. People always ask me, I just eat. But people, some people want to know the optimal time. You want to get the best gain, the best recovery as possible. So, ooh, see, I just mentioned this. Oh, you were about to say something. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say just planning takes a big role in it because I remember me when I was that age, uh, just getting started and all this stuff. And I would always plan, like, the things I would eat before, right, make sure I'm drinking enough during and what I was going to have or where I was going to go right after. Huh. Um, and then just building the habit of your lot. Like, oh, actually, I just played a game and I totally forgot. It's been a few hours and, oh, it's actually bedtime. I should sleep now. And you just, like, you skip. Like, that's not a good thing. But if you build up the habit from that age, right, of planning things out, um, having those good foods um, before the game, staying hydrated during, and having a good meal afterwards, um, that's going to set you up for success as you get better and older, like, later on down the road. You know, what's funny um, that now you mentioned that you mentioned, you know, the, the eating afterwards, which is a huge piece in recovery. I see everyone asks me, like, what's the best way to recover? Like, and then they ask me, like, should I do like ice? Should I do heat? Oh, should I just get massage afterward? But, you know, they, no one's thinking about eating and eating plays a huge role in how you recover. It's, I feel like that's not mentioned enough. Definitely. Now, Let's switch gear a little bit. Um, I don't know if you guys can answer that question, but there was a question that was, you know, asked by one of my, one of the followers. Uh, it, skin guy's skinny, you know, he's getting pushed around a lot when he plays, and he wants to put on an extra extra pound so that you know he can be a little bit stronger. Like if if someone is very skinny and wants to put on some weight, you know, what are some recommendations? 
eat more foods in a sitting and eat more often. <laughs> eat more food in a sitting and eat more often. Mm-hmm. Like for, say it's your dinner, like five o'clock dinner, like eat a ton of food. Is that what you're saying? Eat more food than you normally would. Okay. And then say you're eating dinner at five o'clock at eight o'clock, eat again or nine o'clock, eat again, depending on when you're going to go to bed. Gotcha. Yeah. You definitely like the, from, if you're unable to gain weight and that kind of reminds me when I was younger, it was so hard for me to gain weight. I was skinny and I was like, man, no matter what I do, I can't gain weight. Um, and one of the reasons it could be many different like things. Uh, but for me in my case is that I had a high like metabolism and the things I was doing, I was using more energy than what I was putting in my body. Uh, so once I figured that out and realized that I was like, Oh, I need to eat more meals, bigger meals than I normally do. So I have more calories, right. And just do it more often and have a game plan, uh, surrounding that. So you are able to gain weight. Um, otherwise, if you don't do that, then you're just going to just stay at the same rate of where you're at now. So to give you ideas of like, okay, mate, what are some ways you could sneak like more foods uh, into your day? Okay. Um, and more foods like that have higher calories, you know, and I sometimes I wouldn't be worried about that, like, oh, these foods are bad. I, sh- I shouldn't eat it. When in fact, that like if you had a heavy game, um, you know, doing 90 plus minutes, like, oh, it's okay for maybe you to have a bowl of ice cream and dessert with some fruits and there's things on it. And that would okay. give you like, you know, some more calories. Some right more there, calories, okay. You know, so that, that's what it's all about and uh, not being afraid uh, to eat. Does strength training play some part into gaining weight? Because I had the same problem too, but I was never concerned with, you know, putting on extra weight to be strong. I was just just go to the gym like is that is the, do you as you know a strength and conditioning you having a strength and conditioning background like do you do you think like strength training can play a part in you putting on some extra weight uh, I, I definitely think it can help kickstart like your metabolism right and through strength training you build up like more testosterone and everything okay. right so all that uh, could help but the main thing is just you being able to put more calories and nutrients okay. in your body. You got to put more Yeah, because I can strain train all day, but if I'm still not eating right, then you're not going to eat Yeah, and sometimes it's hard for athletes to eat a lot. So that's when no. – so like say you eat a dinner and you are you might be full, but you're trying to gain weight and you know you need to eat more. Instead of grabbing a second whole plate of food, that's when maybe a bar or a protein shake may come in handy because it's a small amount of food. It's a small, dense food, but it packs a lot of calories and protein in a small amount. So that might be better because sometimes you're just full and you just can't yeah. eat anymore. Sometimes I know this, like after certain games, like I know I should eat, but I'm not hungry. But I know I need to replenish, so I just force myself to eat. Some people just, hey, I'm not hungry. I'm not just gonna eat. But I right. Guess, I guess if you if you're trying to pack on some, some extra pound, if you're skinny, I guess you just eat and put some more calorie in you. Yeah, and you just have to make sure the foods that you're choosing uh, have more calories and more dense than that. Because you know, if you take what we said in the wrong context, like for example, eat more foods and eat more often. If you did that with salad, you still wouldn't gain weight because even when you're healthy, right? <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. So you just got to make sure you're, you're giving yourself the right nutrients and the right foods and also just not being afraid to eat um, and finding ways where uh, you could kind of sneak in more calories in your day, depending on your lifestyle and all that. 
And, you know, if it's hard for you to figure out, I recommend just like working with a dietitian who can definitely figure a game plan out for you. Okay. All right. Where can the people find you guys if, if they want to? Because I know this is sort of like the, the, the basic, the, the, the fundamentals. But I know some people can get really into it and they want to know like quantity, like macro. Like I hear those terms all the time. Like my head starts exploding. I didn't want to know in kilogram how much they should eat. You guys, where, if they want to do all that stuff, where can they find you guys? Well, you guys can find us on Instagram at Registered Dietitian Approved. I'm basically one big community of registered dietitians where we have different uh, dietitians who have different specialties. So for in this case, if you're in sports and people are getting more specific and needing like certain like, you know, plans and, and so forth, you know, there's plenty of dietitians who are in our community who could help out with that. Okay. Well, that that about wraps up the podcast, guys. But you guys are gonna help me out with this and see you guys can test if I was listening. At the end, we usually do like a, a wrap up, a conclusion of what happened, the the, the main takeaway. So for me, what the the main takeaway of this podcast is just you need to fuel up. Well, eat eat the carbs before your game. You're playing a 90 minute games. You need your fuel. Don't go in there with your tank half empty. Just eat your carbs during the game if you can. Because I know it's impo- sometimes it's impossible to go on the sideline and drink some water. But if you can, hydrate afterwards, 45 minutes to an hour. That's the optimal time. <laughs> That's what I learned. You got to be able to um, rehydrate, refuel, eat your carbs. Most importantly, eat your protein because you need to rebuild what, you know, the, the damage that you just did to your body. Get some fat in. Get some vegetable water. And um, also the other thing I learned is the sports drinks are not bad as long as you taking it, I guess, at the right time. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, you, you got, got it. it. Is that it? Yeah. Uh, go, good, good, good. All right. Well, thank you guys um, for, for helping me out with this. Um, you know, I've been talking to Austin about doing this for like, I think like three months. Oh <laughs> so, I don't know. But it seems like he was booked and busy. So I'm glad we were able to actually do this. So thank you. Yeah, this is awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us on. All right. Peace, guys.